What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to another segment of Menenze Twa. I'm your hostess, Keeks, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast. What's up, you guys? I would like to welcome you guys to another episode. I hope you guys have been doing great. Hopefully, everyone has had an amazing day, a wonderful week. I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in. All of my faithful listeners, thank you guys for tuning in. All of my newcomers, I welcome you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So, on today's episode, we actually have, we're going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to go ahead and introduce my very special guest, a very good friend, Too Cool Tiff. Go ahead. Hey. What's, What's up? up? What's up? So, I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys uh, why, you got, why I have Too Cool Tiff on here. Well, actually, before I get into that, I'm going to go ahead and allow Too Cool Tiff to Tell, tell us a little bit about herself, you know, where she's from, um, a little bit about the art that she creates in her most recent album. For those of you who are, who are tuning in on this episode, you guys need to listen to the album. Because first and foremost, it's beautiful. Like, y'all well, go definitely you. talk about it. Yes, yes. It's, man, oh, I can't wait to just go ahead and ask you all the questions I have to ask you, but make sure you guys listen to her most recent album Time, Space, and Things That Don't Matter, Part 1. Available on all music streaming platforms. Make sure y'all cop that, buy it, stream it. Yes, support Black artists. Yes, please. I appreciate that. <laughs> amen. Amen, amen. But yes, enough of me talking. I'm going to go ahead and allow you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Too cool tips. Cool. So I'm cool too. Uh, not much to it. Um, from Charlotte. Uh, well, I've been here long enough to claim it. Um, I've been doing music technically my whole life. I'm a percussionist. I study music at Winston-Salem State University. Um, this will be my like. I think it's my fourth project uh, ever released, but this one this one's very special. It's a lot different than anything I've ever released before. So, um, yeah, check it out. That's all I got. Yeah. Is that enough? <laughs> oh, yes, 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 ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, now that you told us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your album, um, first, I want to tell you, I know you heard me talk a little bit about it, but it's very beautiful. When I listened to it, because um, I've listened to it multiple times, it was, it's like I experienced a multitude of emotions Oh, really? Just it, yeah, yeah. Like, different songs made me feel different things. And it was very personal. It was so personal for yeah. me. So, I was like, man, I feel like this is, this, like, this is specifically for me. Um, and it was kind of scary, you know? Um, but I loved it. Absolutely loved it. It was very spiritually provoking wait did you say it was scary no 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 not scary not scary okay no 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 not scary if anything i was saying like how much i had how much it resonated with me okay yeah 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 yeah. yes i connected with it on so many levels it was so like it was just wow wow shocking um but yes i loved it why the title time space and things that don't matter um that's a that's a 
very, very, very great question. Um, so I gotta, I kind of gotta figure out where to start with that mm-hmm. because it's loaded. So there is this like philosopher guy. His name is uh, Kevin Hove Hovind. Hovind, I don't know how to pronounce it, uh, spelled H-O-V-I-N-D. Um, mm-hmm. He's, a, I think he's a philosopher, but he he uh, debates with scientists and uh, atheists and about whether or not God is real. He debates with mm-hmm. them about the Big Bang Theory and how Earth was created. And I was watching a debate several years ago, it had to be like four years ago, maybe three, mm-hmm. And he was debating with a bunch of room full of non-believers about how the world was created. And he had hit the base of his argument was that if God is God, right, then he can't be affected by the things that he created. Kind of like a, like a, the, the inventor of a computer. So the person who invented the computer is not in the computer. So that person can't be affected by things that affect the computer. So in this case, time, space, and matter would be the things that affect us here on Earth. So he's saying, like, God is bigger than that. And once I kind of grasped that that concept, it opened my eyes up to how limitless God actually is, which mm-hmm. helped me tap into how limited I could be. Um, and I started applying that limitless that limitless attitude towards what my job made me feel like or what the lack of not having things made me feel like or what or how bad time limited what I thought I should have by the time I turned 30. You know, people think that people think that they should have certain things by the time they turn this age or people think they should just have certain things and possessions or should be in a certain place in their life. And I just wanted to erase those limits. So that's like basically the root of where it came from. Yes. Oh, and <laughs> as young adults, we feel that pressure so much that yeah. especially, you know, because it's like you're supposed to have your life figured out. You're supposed to know what your career is supposed to be. You're supposed to know you know, just so many things. And it's like, you're supposed to know who you want to spend the rest of your life with. And just, you know, it's like you're only 20-something years old or even 30-something years old. And I don't know. Yeah. I guess just the idea of remaining stagnant or just doing one thing mm -hmm. that just doesn't seem... I don't know. That doesn't seem like that's supposed to be what we're supposed to be doing. Exactly. I mean, if we serve a limitless God, how can we limit ourselves? That just doesn't make sense. And, you know, that's that's from from my perspective. I I believe wholeheartedly that God was the same the same God that helped Moses part the Red Sea when the people needed it. He's the same God that can help me reach my dreams, which is so simple. You know what I'm saying? Like he can raise water feet upon feet into the air and allow people to cross a river to save them from being oppressed. 
and he can save me from my depression. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Just Amen. erasing those limits. Amen. So what will you say to people who feel that it's impossible to erase those limits because some people, you know, they're so caught within it, you know, with an operation or not with an operation, with an operating within those conditions. Mm. I guess as a way, cause I know it can be really hard to break out of that, you know? And then, um, so I guess what would you say as a way of encouraging people? I would encourage people to try for real. A lot of times, like, we don't really try, like, sometimes when we get in a negative space, we sit there and we get comfortable in it. Like, we settle in it and we allow ourselves to just be upset. When we have more power to change our mindset, but we don't tap into it because we think, oh, I'm sad, let me be sad. And I feel like there's a moment for that, like to be angry and to settle in it, but like to to stay in it, to stay in that place of negativity, sadness. You have a choice, and if you truly, truly choose to to shake it, I feel like and make a real effort to do it. Like I found myself plenty of times getting sad, and then just talking about why I'm sad or being upset about whatever, you know, just being upset in general or angry or to take it even further than just emotions, like working a nine to five job, mm-hmm. hating, hating that job, but continuously going and not doing anything to get me out of that situation. Like if I'm working a nine to five and I feel like I don't belong here, I have to do something to get out of there. And a lot of times people just kind of settle. Just make a real effort not to settle for what you don't want and what you don't believe is your purpose. Amen. Ooh, man. Ooh. Ooh. I wish I could, like, just make a little sizzle sound, like a little... <laughs> Ooh, man. That's, that, was, that was some... That was some steam right there. <laughs> that that just that just touched somebody. It's it, it touched it touched me so. too. Definitely. It touched me. Definitely. Which brings me back to the album. Um, so I know you heard me talking about it earlier, saying how it felt very personal when I was listening to it. I definitely experienced a lot of emotions. Yeah. So I want to tell you some of my favorite songs. Awesome. Um so in listening to the album, um, some of the songs that are my personal favorites are well, Starfruit, definitely. definitely. Okay. I mean, all of them, essentially, you know, but <laughs> if I had to pick favorites, you know, definitely Starfruit. Okay. The Floor is Wet. Okay. This is Lit. Mm-hmm. Slumped. Okay. Yes. Slumped. <laughs> I want to add that Slumped, that one brought me to tears. Really? Yes. I was crying when I was listening to Slumped. Can I ask you about that maybe later, like once we? Oh yes, 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 okay. yes, yes. But that one, it definitely that one, that one really hit home. And I also want to add that in that in slumped, I didn't know that that was just you. I thought that mm. there was someone else. And Mo had mentioned that to me. She pointed mm. out, she's like, "No, that's just Tip." I was like, "Really?" 
So I had to go back and listen to it again. I'm like, man. <laughs> so I really love the the um, manipulation of your voice that you use there. I love that. Thank Definitely you. fooled me. I loved it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I also had, I was trying to figure out my favorite bar. It's hard. Oh, snap. It's, yeah, it's it's hard. And um, I managed to write some down, but it's it's tough. But <laughs> down one, so I'm going to share the one I do have. Um, okay. <laughs> this is exciting. Okay. It's, yeah. It's too. Oh, <laughs> okay. whew, I don't want to mess it up. So this is like a lot of pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <sighs> okay. Hey, too cool. Pleased to meet you. Did you know that the weed you smoking make you see through? And I see you deeply, deeper than deep pool. Even when the smoke is thicker than sheep's wool, I peep through. I can't be fooled. See, I bees you. And this drug ain't going to fix you. This drink can't solve your issues. This is the truth. And this is it. This is lit. These are the weapons you're fighting your demons with. I just want to say that part right there. Wow. Man. Wow. It took me out. It took me out. Wow. It took me out. It took me out. (laughs) It took me out. I can't. I can't. (laughs) I'm telling y'all, if y'all haven't listened to this album... Y'all need to stop right now. Y'all can come listen to this later. Y'all come listen, come back, come back and listen to this. Go listen to the album. I'm telling you. Wow, I I appreciate yeah. that. You 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 did actually you did very well. Like you you did the rhythm and the flow of it correctly. All the all the lyrics were correct. You did an excellent job. Cute. Thank you. Nope. Thank you. <laughs> like seriously, listening to that. Oh, man, man, (laughs) it just really, it's like, I'm trying to explain every single way that I felt, but there was just so many emotions that I experienced and it just felt, it just felt personal. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt like this was personally for me. So I really want to thank you for creating this like masterpiece. This is just beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time to really sit down and, like, experience it instead of just, like, playing it while you, you know, like, you. I feel like you really took 42 minutes and 53 seconds of your day just to listen to it. And that means a lot to me because you didn't have to do that. Oh, yes. And I think that's one thing that, you know, that's the beauty of music and being able to not just listen to it, you know, because I know that it can help in a lot of ways, you know, it can help uplift your mood, it can also help you, it can enhance an emotion, you know, so and just being able to experience it. And, you know, I just think that's one of the beauties of music. So yes, thank you for creating this masterpiece. I also want to add that your um, and I may not be using the right terminology, you know, because I'm not really experienced in um, the music composition arena. Okay. But <laughs> um, you compose your own beats, correct? Yeah, I did produce all of the beats. Yes. Yo. Man. Okay, so what would you say is your favorite beat Ooh. on the entire 
album. Ooh, that is not fair. That's not fair. Um, wow. Um, I think it's it's a close one between Secrets and Secret mm-hmm. Places Part One and The Floor mm-hmm. Is Wet. Hmm. Okay, now I'm gonna have to go back and listen to them and compare. <laughs> yeah, compare and see because uh, the the floor is wet's got that almost like you. It's hard to find where the beat is a little bit because of how I flowed on mm-hmm. it, and then the drums come in at the very end when I'm right. Like I don't know, right. I like that rock fit. It felt like a like a rock song that I just decided to rap on. I actually I did collaborate on that on the floor is wet with two of my favorite producers. Um, they've produced most of my other work, um, and we it's three of us. We tag teamed that joint, so it's fire. Okay, I love it. I love it. I was trying to pick one, but I couldn't. Oh, yeah, I was one. just about so to I'm ask. Sorry. What's your favorite? I, yeah, How you gonna ask I, me? You gonna have to I answer can't, that. You got to. I can't pick one. I can't. Give me top two. I can't pick one. I'm gonna have to. Oh, uh, it's like it's. Every time I found myself like, okay, this, this one, this one, I'll be like, no, no, because this one right here, this is nice, you know? <laughs> so this one kind of, it was like that all throughout. It was, it was tough. Okay. It was tough. I had to really, I'll try again. You know, I'm listening to the two you gave me and I'm going to see. Okay. It was tough. It was tough. Um, so moving forward. Um, so I know you said that you've been creating music your whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I did also admire about this album was that you incorporated your faith into it. That's one of, it's probably, I don't even know. I don't want to say it's my favorite, but I just love that. And I love that you are so transparent in discussing your experiences with Mm -hmm. it. And that's another reason why it resonated with me so well, mm. because it's like some of those things, you know, I was also experiencing and I've been experiencing, you mm-hmm. know. So I also wanted to thank you for sharing that, because I feel like to share that with the world, it takes a lot of courage. Um, and I guess my question will be, what was that like in experiencing it and in sharing it? Um, taking my music to this level, um, it was something that I, that I battled with for maybe like a year before I even started. That took me two years Mm -hmm. to create this album. So like the year before I started to create it, I kind of dabbled in it and like, just kind of like put my feet in the water a little bit. Cause I was like, Mm -hmm. I had already built a very small fan base. You know, I felt like was pretty loyal. Like I got a good hundred listeners that I know of. I listen every now and then, and I didn't want to scare them away. You know what I'm saying? Because I was trying to run away from the term gospel music. You know, because it's not that. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was it was a little scary at first. But then, like I said, once I developed the concept that God can't be limited, so I shouldn't limit myself. That's when I just kind of dove in head first um, with just being completely open and honest. I spent a lot of time with God. I was like, I wasn't working for the first year that I was creating. Um, So my time was 100% dedicated to it. Um, So Mm -hmm. I I did a lot of meditating, a lot of praying, 
before creating um, to make sure because my, my one of my biggest things was make, making sure that I included God in the process um, and I just just took my time like a lot of those songs that people have you know told me that they cried to I cried too <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. cried creating it cried actually living what I was talking about because another factor that people don't consider whenever you're listening to people's content is that person if they deliver it the right way you can tell that they had to live through that process like I'm the type of artist now that I can no longer talk about things that I didn't live and I actually had to Mm. live every single word that I wrote so having to tap back into those emotions sometimes was difficult um, waking up in the middle of the night with these heavy emotions and having to get up out of my bed and start creating because it was raw right then and there. Um, it was it was it was a very beautiful experience, honestly. Not to sound corny, but it really was like, yeah, it's, that's how it was. All of it was real. Like every every ounce of it was real. Man, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. That is amazing. I love that um, you were able to reflect so much of your faith into your music. And um, I'm happy that you mentioned, again, not limiting yourself because I feel like, especially when it comes to music, you have, it's like music artists have to fall under some type of genre Mm -hmm. and I even find myself doing that too like oh well what kind of genre would I label this person as you know um rather than just allowing people to create rather than um putting limits and restraints on people Mm -hmm. so I like that you reiterated that because I feel like we don't really think about that especially when it comes to musicians a lot of times um we just kind of categorize people and see them as oh well only hip-hop or only gospel or only you know yes like for the past couple of months maybe like the last six or seven months i've been categorized as just a poet or just a spoken word artist um a lot of people didn't even know that i produced at all so this is actually the first time that people have heard my production a hundred percent like I've, I've collaborated several times but like this is the first time people are hearing that so now just now getting a taste of more of the gift that God has given me so it's it's it's, it's frustrating and it has been frustrating but I think now is is the beginning of a generation that's going to take music seriously again because you know we're thirsty to everybody's hungry for a message people are thirsty for something like we, they need something so i feel like music is one of uh the most effective ways to feed your soul and people need to be fed that way then they're going to look for it through the music a lot of times first um mm-hmm. i talk about how at one point alcohol and uh drugs were getting to the point a lot quicker than a preacher um and I yes, feel like yes. we're like kind of running away from church for so many different reasons too, but that's that's opening up a whole other can. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, 
I remember um, hearing that bar too. I'm trying to remember what song that comes from. Is that the floor? No, I think that's in This Is Lit, the first verse. This is lit. Okay. Yes. Well, one of the things I did want to ask you, um, because, and I'm happy that it's, I just find all of this to be very punctual. Mm. Um, because the series that I'm working on my podcast right now is the religion and spirituality series. Um, I haven't gotten to my Christian or Christianity component yet. I'm working on Buddhism, Mm. but I am working down the line, you know, to get to Christianity. And one of the things that I was going to talk about when I got to Christianity was my experiences with Christianity, because that's the faith that I was raised upon. Um, and one of the things that I uh, trying to think, how do I want to approach this? Okay. Um, you can be candid with I me. Feel, okay. <laughs> I feel like when it comes to questioning God, mm. that was something that was like non-existent. It was something that you just didn't mm-hmm. do. So that's just the way that it was preached to me, you know, growing up. So when I found myself doing that, I felt terrible. And then it was one of those things. It's like, okay, well, now that I'm doing it, what do I do with it? You know, I wasn't told, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, you know, you just have to pray about it. But it's like, you know, I'm kind of scared. Yeah. It's just not really, you know, just not knowing what to do yeah. with it. Um. So in hearing you mention that and just talk about that and really experience that because it's the raw emotion, you know, you crying Mm -hmm. and just really feeling that and really vibing with that because it's like, you know, just experiencing that. Well, I think it was it was just I'm sorry. Uh, It was just very. I don't know. It's like. It just felt very familiar um, but I guess I, it's like I appreciate you speaking on that because, again, you know, just from my experience, it's like, oh, that's something that you don't do. Mm-hmm. Oh. And just to have someone that's actually talking about it, like, no, you know, I do it. And to you, for you to say that you don't do it, like, <laughs> you're lying. <laughs> yeah. You're lying. I'm like, okay, exactly. You know, like, okay, I'm not the only one that feel this way. People actually do this. Okay, thank you. Finally, someone's talking about it, you know? Facts, facts, um, facts. So what, I guess, what inspired you to even to, to share that with the world? Honestly. Because I guess in some faiths, you know, it is taboo to, to, to question, question God. But it's, but see, that's the thing. Like there has been a, uh, like a, a realistic um, deficiency in a lot of our spiritual backgrounds. I'm not a religious mm-hmm. person. I don't practice religion because that limits God. But, you know, stay tuned mm-hmm. for part two. Um, Amen. Um, but Amen. I feel like there has been like a literal, realistic, uh, approachable, truly honest deficiency in our in our spiritual upbringings. Everybody wasn't as transparent as they could have been and or should have been to help us really grasp the concept of who God is and what he can be to us because they made it seem like 
these things that they're telling us not to do they never did before and how to handle it everybody questions uh, everybody wants to know like it's a it's the biggest mystery known to man other than like what happens mm-hmm. when you die you know right and for people to say that they don't question god i mean we all have questions even if you do it not even if you don't do it on purpose even if you don't do it out loud we all want to know why did this happen to me why did I have to be bullied as a kid. Why did I lose my family at such a a young age? Why was I uh, abused? Why, you know, like everybody wants to know what the purpose is to what they're going through, especially when they're going through it. And I think it's, I think not, it's not necessarily the act of questioning God, but the act of questioning if there is one is where you can kind of go wrong. Um, I think I think there's a little bit of a difference there. Definitely. Now it's like whenever I hear people talk about it, I want to ask them, hmm, I like that. Now I'm going to start paying attention and seeing, hmm, okay. Amen. 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 I mean, just because, like, I mean, if God, if God wants us to build a relationship with Him, I mean, He He also tells us to seek understanding. And in yeah. order to seek understanding uh, on any level, you have to ask questions. True. And that's what didn't make sense to yeah. me. Like, in not being able to ask questions is like, well, then you just want me to just just be quiet, just hush you know it it just didn't it didn't make sense to me and then yeah there was a whole nother uh ladder of events that occurred yeah yeah i know how it is it's it yeah it starts uh, especially you know and going to yeah then it's like especially going to school you know you're learning different stuff and yeah it was it was a entire okay well I can talk about these things. I'm going to be talking about them anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I went to school, you know, I'm learning about all these different things pertaining to black culture. And then I started learning about how Christianity is used as a tool to um, manipulate black people, yeah. you know. And I had this experience, you know, where I'm just like, man, I don't want to be a part of anything like that. I don't want to associate myself with anything like that. So. I chose to disassociate myself with my faith Mm -hmm. and it was like it's hard it was hard to do it because it's like that's all I know Mm -hmm. so it's like okay well if I don't have this then what happens now (laughs) you know like I'm still praying you know Mm -hmm. I know that I still have a connection with God because like when I pray I still you know feel things Mm -hmm. um and there were times where I would even go to church. It's like, even when I'm going to church, I still, you know, I know I still have this connection with God. So it's like, it was just, it was a very weird time. Mm-hmm. And I guess it was very, um, it was very mentally restraining for me because it's like, okay, well, I felt like I needed some type of label. I needed to fall under some type of religious category, Mm -hmm. some type of, you know, like, okay, well, I need, I need to be able to say what I am, you know, what I believe Mm -hmm. in and not being able to identify that or not being able to to say what that was, was scary. Mm -hmm. 
And then it's like I felt bad about it. Um, which I guess is like another reason why I was inspired to create this series because, you know, like, I feel like a lot of people of our generation, you know, we step away from religion. We say, you know, we're not religious. We're more spiritual, Um, which then I know the next question will be, okay, well, yes. Then what does that mean if you are spiritual? But I feel like we also just try to step away from labels as a whole. And that's something that I appreciate about us because it's like we're not trying to restrain ourselves and. I don't think that's something that everyone understands. I mean, but yeah, I, I just kind of went on a tangent no, or a little bit of a rant. It's okay. I mean, it's, a, it's something that we don't talk about, and that's the problem. Like, we avoid certain conversations and then wonder why people do like you did and disassociate themselves with their beliefs. Mm-hmm. And we, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just don't answer questions or we just shun the idea without explanation or providing true understanding, you know? I I mm-hmm. think that, you know, I don't know, it, it was probably necessary for your story. And if you haven't figured out why yet, you continue to seek out about it and you'll find out, you know what I'm saying? Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Um, well, I guess that we go ahead and wrap this up. Um, well, I guess no. I have a couple more questions for you because I definitely want you to go ahead and shout out your social media so people can go ahead and follow yeah, you. Absolutely. On your social yeah, media. Yeah, and ask me all the questions you want. You don't have to hold back. Like, I want you to ask me everything you got. But y'all okay. can follow me at Too Cool Tip. That's T U K O O L on literally everything. Um, yeah, except like, I don't know. I don't really do Facebook like that, but I, mean, I, do, I still post my music stuff there but instagram Mm -hmm. and instagram is probably the best way to find (laughs) me okay and then what can people look forward to from you what will you say is next for too cool tiff too cool tiff is trying to tour amen yes don't hype me too much i'm like i'm trying keyword trying Oh no! We hey, we gotta speak it into existence. Yeah, that's, that's speak facts. it, claim it, reach it. Amen. <laughs> yes. So yes. that's the goal. Yes. Um, I've been traveling a lot with a uh, a company called So Far Sounds, uh, based out of London. Um, but they're mm-hmm. an underground concert series that everybody is fire. But that's my outlet for traveling right now with this music, and then I'll probably try to hit the city. More sooner than the tour, though, I'm going to try to host a listening party. Um, so stay tuned for that very soon. And then eventually be on the lookout for... To wrap this up then, uh, Too Cool Tiff, you want to go ahead and give everyone your social media so they know where they can find you and follow you? Yep, you can follow me on everything at T-U-K-O-O-L-T-I-F-F. That's two like Tupac and cool with a K. And that's on Instagram. Um, Are you on Twitter? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. So Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Honestly, everything is is, is that same handle. And make sure you guys find and follow her at Too Cool Tiff. Also, make sure you guys buy, cop, stream, listen, play, 
play the album, buy the album, support our black artists, time, space, and things that don't matter, part one. Make sure y'all check that out and listen to that beautiful masterpiece. I want to thank you for coming in and being a part of my show. Thank you for allowing me to do this interview. I knew when I was listening to the um, listening to your to your song, I was like, "Ooh, I have more questions for her, but this would be great podcast material." Thanks. Yeah. Oh. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Like, you know, it's it's rare that somebody is intrigued enough to ask me questions about my music, and I think it's important to ask artists questions. Like, if I could ask Basquiat a question, I would. But you know. Yeah. R.I.P. So Basquiat. Yeah. Thanks. Definitely. And make sure you guys listen to some of her uh, previous projects as well. You guys can find those on um, all the music streaming applications as well. Because I know I saw some. I started listening to some of your other stuff too. But we'll mm. talk about that another time. We'll talk about. We'll talk about. We'll talk about. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about. We'll talk about. We'll talk about. We'll talk about. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up. Thank you guys for tuning in and coming to get these spiritual vibrations for your mental stimulation. I have been your hostess, Keeks, and this has been another segment of Meninjay Twa. You guys have an amazing day and a beautiful, blessed week. Mm-hmm. It's cold in here. <laughs>